Peter is writing to Jewish believers who have been scattered abroad due to persecution. After reminding them of their living hope and the salvation that will accompany Jesus at his return, he moves on to how they are to live now. The believer's salvation affects everything in their lives. As God saves us from sin, he wants us to live unentangled by sin. For many, this is a new concept, but reading the scriptures clearly reveal God's call to living righteously. Today on Drawing Near, we are commanded to forsake our old conduct and live obediently by faith. I encourage you to take your Bible and turn to 1 Peter chapter 1 as we learn about being holy. Before we look at the scriptures, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, your name is holy. You are holy, and your call to us to be holy as well is crystal clear. I pray, Father, that you will give us an understanding of what that means to be holy. Help us to clearly hear your call and then to do that which is necessary to live by faith day by day before a righteous and holy God and Father. Thank you for the holiness of Jesus, which models holiness for us. And I pray, Father, that you will surround us with people, brothers and sisters in Christ, who also will encourage us to love and good works, but live that holy life as an encouragement to us as well. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Today, we'll be looking at 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 16. In verse 13, we read, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Peter is continuing his thought regarding our salvation. The word therefore connects what he's about to say to everything that preceded. He's actually saying based on our living hope and our faith in the salvation that we will see when Jesus Christ returns and the love that we have for the Lord Jesus, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Back in the day that this was written, people wore robes often down to their ankles, and whenever they had to hurry or move quickly or do anything that required their legs to have a lot of freedom, they would literally take the robes, hitch them up, tuck them into their belt so that they would have freedom of leg movement. They were preparing themselves for work or for running. Some translations actually translate this phrase, therefore, prepare your minds for action. That's what Peter is calling his readers to do. He's calling them to action, but not just action. He says this action requires preparation. Our actions or the things that we do should never be separated from our thought process. We should be thinking people. We should think clearly about what we are saying and what we are doing. We should actually think clearly about what we spend our time thinking about. So Peter calls his readers to prepare their minds for action, to gird up the loins of their mind. He then tells them 
what this involves. Be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So Peter is calling his readers, calling us, to action. And this action is to prepare ourselves to be serious, sober-minded, and focused on what will come with Jesus Christ when he returns. Focus on that blessed hope, that living hope, that will come as a part of our salvation and eternal life. In verse 14, Peter goes on and says, As obedient children, not conforming yourself to the former lust, as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. In the original language, the phrase, as obedient children, literally says, as children of obedience. The phrase here means children called to, children predisposed to obedience. The believer is not to be someone who is in sin and walks in sin and every once in a while thinks they need to do better. The believer has been saved from their sin, saved from its power, which means it no longer has sway over our lives, and saved from its penalty. In other words, we are forgiven, we are guilt-free, and we have the promise of eternal life. We are children of obedience. We are moving away from sin and moving toward obedience in Jesus Christ all the time. We need to understand this as a part of our salvation. Since we are children of obedience, we do not conform ourselves to our former lusts. This is similar to Ephesians chapter 1, and Romans chapter 12. We are not to conform ourselves to the ways of this world. We're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We are not to live the way we used to live, but rather having been saved and regenerated, we are transformed. We are new creations. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so we are not to live the way we used to. According to the fleshly desires, the former lusts, our yearnings and the things of this world, rather, we are to think clearly, we are to prepare our minds, think soberly, and fix our minds on the hope that is to come, and then move in that direction, which is an obedient direction. He goes on at the end of verse 14 and says, We used to live according to our former lusts because we were ignorant. His use of the word ignorance here parallels preparing our minds. Our minds have been prepared through the gospel of Jesus Christ, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, through our sober-mindedness. So we are no longer in ignorance. And since we are no longer in our former ignorance, we don't live according to our former lusts. In verse 15, rather, But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. We have been called out of sin and into salvation by a holy God. We have heard the gospel, been convicted of our sin by the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ lived a holy life in order to die on the cross and pay for our sins. However you look at it, he who called us is holy. Now, when we talk about being holy in this sense, 
We're not simply talking about being set apart to God. We're talking about being set apart from sin to holy living. Sometimes we talk about being holy as being set apart to God, but it's really all one and the same. Those things that have been set apart to God have been purified and cleansed, consecrated for his use. They have been made holy. What we're told here is since he is holy, we are to live holy. We are not to live according to our former lusts, but rather, contrary to that, we are to live holy as he who called us is holy. We are to live holy in all our conduct. And we are to do this because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. That's from the Old Testament. The standard has never changed. God desired his nation Israel to be holy. He desires us today to be holy. It's not different for the Jewish Christian or the Gentile Christian. The one who called us, each and every one, is holy, and he called us unto holiness. We have been called with a holy calling. This holiness is not simply to be internal, it's to be visible. We are to conduct ourselves in a holy manner, so it should be visible to all around us. So how do we know whether or not we are living holy? Well, if we are studying God's Word, if we are under the teaching of God's Word, then we know what God calls us to. If we look at the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, we know what holiness looks like. If we listen to the Holy Spirit, follow the Holy Spirit's leadership in our lives, and not walk according to the flesh, we know what holiness is. We can literally ask ourselves the questions, is what I am saying now, or what I'm about to say, or what I have already said, is that holy? And if we have the Holy Spirit within us, we know whether or not it's holy. Now, if it's unholy, we may try to justify it. We may try to rationalize why we were justified in saying or doing a particular thing, but we will know whether or not it's holy. Is this action, is this choice, is this decision holy? You say, Reggie, there's a whole lot of thought that has to go into all of that. Go back to the beginning of this passage. We're to prepare our minds. We're to be sober. We're to be thinking about what comes when Jesus comes back. That's our motivator. We need to think before we act or speak. This should be a part of our living. And if we desire to be holy, we're going to take the time to be holy. Father, you are holy, and you have called us with a holy calling. You have called us to be children of obedience. Help us to set our minds on the things of heaven, on your kingdom. Help us to focus on what it is to walk in the Spirit, to live following the example of the Lord Jesus Christ. Work within us, Father, to create a desire, a longing for a holiness that will be revealed when Jesus Christ returns. Father, we thank you for our salvation and for this holy calling. Guide us as we seek to live for you day by day. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. 
drawing near as a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.